0: For the 9th of January, 2024, this is the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup, reading you the news so you don't have to. And in no particular order, Volkswagen is set to revolutionize the in-car experience as it's going to throw GBT into all of its vehicles here in a few months. Six months, actually, I believe that is their projected time frame, but I don't think they're that much of a rush. Um, so yeah, kind of, now your car is going to be spying on you. Not just your phone, but now your car. Fantastic. It's getting kind of crowded for the government to spy on you. Moving on, attorneys representing Dwayne Keffy D. Davis. I'm guessing that's how you say it. A former gang leader accused of orchestrating Tupac's murder are advocating for his release from jail to house arrest, emphasizing concerns for his safety rather than protecting witnesses. Davis whose bail is set at $750,000, is believed by his lawyers to be capable of posting the bail amount. He is facing trial on charges of murder with a firearm, accused of not only supplying the gun but also instigating the killing as an act of revenge. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit recently deliberated on whether former President Trump should be granted immunity from criminal charges for actions taken during his presidency the appeals judges exhibited skepticism about the notion of absolute immunity for ex-presidents. Trump's attorney cautioned that prosecuting a president for official acts could lead to unforeseen and potentially problematic consequences, likening it to opening a Pandora's box. Meanwhile, the judges raised questions about the historical precedent, particularly the need for a pardon for former President Nixon. The outcome of this case is poised to set a significant precedent regarding the prosecution of ex-presidents and the scope of presidential immunity after leaving office. Clarissa Figueroa and her daughter Desiree have entered guilty pleas in the murder of Marlon Ochea Lopez, hope I pronounced that right, a pregnant teenager who they deceived and lured to their home under the pretense of giving her free baby clothes. In a gruesome turn of events, Clarissa Figueroa strangled Ochea Lopez with a cable, having previously misled her boyfriend into believing he was the father of the baby. Her daughter, Desiree, actively assisted in the murder, and following her admission of guilt, Desiree has been sentenced to 30 years in prison. Meanwhile, Clarissa is waiting her trial, scheduled to take place later this month, to face justice for her role in this heinous crime. Five companies, among them Ohio Refining Company and Chevron USA, have reached a settlement to pay over $7.2 million to resolve allegations of pollution in duck and otter creeks located in northwestern Ohio near Toledo. This settlement is a response to the environmental damage caused by historical industrial discharges of oil and other hazardous substances in these creeks. But really, only $7 mil- That doesn't seem right, right? Because it seems like Company These companies made way more than that And change doesn't happen without pain So, I don't know doesn't, doesn't, It doesn't, uh, doesn't seem like they are going to learn their lesson uh, But hey, I'm just reporting the news A man from California has been sentenced to a four-year prison term For making false sexual assault allegations against Hollywood executives Aiming to win a $100 million lawsuit he went as far as fabricating emails and avoided appearing in court leading to the dismissal of his civil case. Additionally, he filed another lawsuit demanding $1 billion in a separate court with similar unfounded claims. The judge, upon finding conclusive evidence that he had fabricated evidence and destroyed crucial information, ordered him to pay six hundred grand in legal fees and costs. Loan Depot, a major player in the mortgage and loan sector, is currently facing a cyber attack. That has led to the encryption of its data and the disruption of its customer portals. Lone Depot is actively evaluating the extent of the attack to understand its potential material impact on the company's operations and services. Well, I would hope so. But hey, if you got Lone Depot, mm, that's what's going on. Mansion Society, a coffee shop in Indianapolis, was unexpectedly turned into a wedding venue when a couple held a pop-up wedding there without prior notification or payment. The event, involving a wedding party of 20 to 30 people, disrupted the coffee shop's operations as they blocked the entrance, imposed on employees to handle their coats and purses, and rearranged the furniture, all while the shop had zero knowledge of the planned wedding. In response, Mansion Society issued an invoice to the bride, demanding full payment for the event, rather than accepting her offer of a $200 donation. Oh my god, the goal on this woman! Wow! Man, I hope... I hope that they take her to court or take them to court. Cause now it's a couple, um, who does that? Why would you do that? Wow. I get it. If you wanted to surprise them and they, the business had knowledge, but to let them know, not know at all. And then you had 20, 30 people and the telling them, Hey, hold my purse and hold my coat, put this somewhere. Wow. And just like I stated in no particular order, Hezbollah has launched explosive-laden drones aimed at an Israeli army base in northern Israel, specifically targeting their northern command headquarters. Despite this aggressive act, no damage has been reported from the initial drone attack. Boeing has acknowledged its responsibility for the door plug failure incident... Incident? (laughs) That's a better word than that. Just a failure. ...on the Alaskan Airlines flight and is actively conducting investigations to identify the cause. I think I know the cause is when you be as cheap as possible. The CEO communicated to Boeing employees that the company's commitment to handling the situation with full transparency, sure, uh, including working closely with the NTSB. Of course you got to work with them. That doesn't mean though it's, it's not going to be as full as we, as we hope the U S Supreme court has chosen not to review the federal civil rights conviction of a former Minneapolis police officer involved in George Floyd's death. This officer, who restrained bystanders while Officer Derek Shaven knelt on Floyd's neck, described his role as akin to a human traffic cone during the incident. He is currently serving concurrent sentences of three and a half years federally and four and three quarters years at the state level. A Wisconsin judge has ruled in favor of Republicans, deciding that the use of a mobile absentee voting van in Racine violated state law. Republicans had contended that the van heightened the risk of voter fraud and was strategically employed to augment Democratic voter turnout. In contrast, racing officials and voting advocacy groups contested these allegations, arguing that the van was a legal and essential tool for enabling early in-person voting. NASA has announced additional delays to its astronaut missions to the moon, now rescheduled for next year, with the first human moon landing in over 50 years being postponed to 2026 due to technical challenges. These setbacks come in the wake of a Pittsburgh company abandoning its moon landing mission following a fuel leak. Consequently, NASA is increasingly depending on private companies such as Astrobotic Technology and a Houston-based firm for the execution of its Artemis moon landing program. Moreover, SpaceX's Starship Mega Rocket, a crucial component for the Artemis Moonwalkers, has faced its own hurdles, having exploded twice in recent test launches over the Gulf of Mexico. Walmart is expanding its drone game as it's aiming to reach an additional 1.8 million households with its drone delivery service. Simultaneously, the company is investing heavily in AI to help revolutionize the shopping experience. So, first it was self serve checkout, and now we're going to have just no cashiers whatsoever. I wonder if ChatGPT is going to be in there too, because then we could chat to our VW vehicle to have it start up and get ready like in those old Batman movies, and then just be able to get in and get out and get going. And finally, Joshua Carl Herod, a 44 year old former Air Force special agent and later a National Guard recruiter from Spanaway, Washington, was sentenced to 10 years in prison for sexually molesting a child. The crime occurred over a seven-month period between October 2017 and April 2018 at Harrod's residence in a trailer park at Joint Base Lewis-McChord, Washington. Harrod, who worked for the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, abused a child aged between seven and eight years who was left in his care during weekends. He pleaded guilty to enticement of a minor and making a false statement to a government agency, the latter for falsifying evidence related to the case. U.S. District Judge Benjamin Seidel, I think, S-E-T-T-L-E, described Herod's actions as sadistic and indescribably cruel and also ordered lifetime supervised release following his prison term. Yet you say all those words, yet you gave him only a decade for taking the innocence of a child. Which, in this... Humble person's opinion uh, requires a lifetime lifetime lockup because essentially I feel you've taken somebody's life by doing that because that that ain't that is not a fixable thing. That is a conscious decision to do that. And the only way to make sure they don't do it again is lock them away. Oh, again, sorry for having that. Well, not really. I'm not really sorry, but it's the news and I'm going to I'm not going to sugarcoat the news. You need to know the good and the bad and the what the hell. So that's what you'll get here on the Disorderly Shows. TLDR news roundup, hopefully tomorrow, it'll be just the regular doomsday news.